Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to PGN. Good to be back. I was going to say good to be home. <laughs> home of the PGN. Tuesday evening, Deborah with you tonight. Uh, God bless everyone. Thank you for joining us. <clears throat> we will um, start ministry shortly. So thank you for those who are dialed in with your hand up for ministry. Uh, God bless you. Thank you for bringing your faith to uh, the household of the Lord, but the PGN, the Prophetic Grace Network, we welcome you and God bless you. And for those that are listening online or a later time, we welcome you as well and God bless you. Um, so thank you for joining us. Uh, PGN founder Randy Chandler will be um, also joining joining this evening at nine o'clock central and um uh you can listen monday through sunday to pgn and check the schedule on their uh, website or on their app so god bless you and if you want to dial in uh call in for ministry at any time when you're listening it's 319-527-6027 all right, well, let's get started. So I was rereading um, the book of Acts, and, um, and I was reading something in Acts 14.26. I was noting um, for a couple of handful of chapters there, the word strengthening um, kept coming back up, or the Lord was asking um, the apostles, you know, they were in the churches and with the people discipling them, And it kept saying a repeated word of strengthening them and encouraging them in the faith. And so in Acts 14, 22, it says, strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith um, and saying, um, we must go through many tribulations to enter the kingdom of God, which I thought was very fitting uh, for this day and age that we're in right now. Um, I'm sure every century and every decade could uh, say the same thing. But, um, but he's saying the outcome, let me strengthen you and strengthen the souls of the disciples and exhort them to continue in the faith. So it's saying these are the things we want to see happening so you don't walk away from the faith and um, knowing that we're going to go through many tribulations to enter the kingdom of God and so to hold on to that. And I think that's why it's um, so important that we encourage each other daily, right? Exhort each other. That's even part of what per- prophecy and the prophetic is. It's just to bring encouragement um, one to another and then also um, just um, the strengthening, uh, strengthening our souls and, and the testimony, I was going to say, is sharing testimonies, of various testimonies, financial testimonies, what is it, children coming back to the Lord, the prodigals, you know, whatever your testimony is, um, which is whatever you walked through where you were strengthened, encouraged, and then you had the outcome where your faith was established, right, being rooted um, and built up and established in the faith. That's what Christ does for us when he reveals Jesus Christ. He says, continue to walk in him. So he does not expect us to walk away. <clears throat> but the disciples and the apostles knew that the um, things of this world, the troubles of this world would uh, be unsettling and 
destabilizing and disheartening and discouraging in the ways of the enemy and how he works. And they were combating that with the truth of the word and standing in the faith and encouraging them to move on. So I was looking at the word like strengthen. I was looking that up in the Greek to see what that meant. And as I was looking that up, it was interesting because um, to be strengthened, well, there were a couple of things that came up and they were two different um, two different words, the same word strengthen, but in the Greek, it was two different meanings and two different, um, really two different words <laughs> in the Greek um, in that particular phrase. So in the first Timothy, I oh, know, I'm sorry, we were in Acts um, 14, 22, where it says um, to be strengthened. That word goes into there more of being confirming, to be a confirming word, like to be established um, and rendered um, with more strength. Okay, and established in the faith. That's what that um, means there. And then... Um, I wanted to read First uh, Timothy one eighteen, okay, because this all kind of knits, it all goes together, knits together. It says, "This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare." And so, because we are a prophetic people, and we send forth prophecies and encouragement and exhortation and and comforts um, here, uh, I thought we would talk about this because many of you pray over your prophecies, um, you know, that are spoken over you, um, whether that be um, any night, Monday through Saturday, but um, you know when Randy prophesize over you. Um, I know there's different times where I will write the word out. I will go back and listen to it and because the majority of the time, um, obviously, he's including John, my husband, for those that are new listeners, and I want John to hear, not only hear it, but I want him to read it. So I will type them out and then I'll go back and read them periodically. But as I'm reading them, I'm kind of prayerfully reading them. And I'm placing it before the Lord and I'm seeing what part of it is active now and what part I need to kind of pray into, right? But um, the Lord is telling us, I believe the Lord is showing even myself this, that these prophecies that I do need to pray over them and wage a good warfare over what the Lord has spoken through prophecies and not to take that lightly and just take it in in my flesh, but what has heaven spoken Right. Uh, when God, we have the word of God, we have the logos word that we treat as a precious treasure. And then the rhema word, we should equally or at least establishly with balance, um, a precious word that is revealed to you with the purposes and the will, the good, pleasing and perfect will of God for your life to come forth. Um, and I know that you want that for your life. And that is strengthening um, to us as well. Right. So when, um, okay, so when I was reading that, so here's what it says about prophecy, which I, so I took out the words, um, according to the prophecies, we're going to look at that word previously made concerning them that um, by you may wage 
which actually is a phrase that was used, um, mightiest war, that's what it, it converts to, and then a good warfare. And then I'm going to look at one other verse, okay? But I want to read the prophecy part in the Greek and what it means for prophecies. Just because we're a prophetic people and we know it's being established and the importance of it and how, how the word um, used even the rhema word coming forth, right? It's written in the logos word that the rhema word will come forth (laughs) and to wage a good warfare for it, okay? So prophecy, a discourse emanating from divine inspiration and declaring the purposes of God, whether by reproving or admonishing the wicked or comforting the afflicted or revealing things hidden, especially by foretelling future events used in the New Testament of the utterance of the Old Testament prophets, of the prediction of events relating to Christ's kingdom and its speedy triumph, together with the consolations and the admonishments pertaining to it, the spirit of prophecy, the divine mind to which the prophetic faculty is due, of the endowment and speech of the Christian teachers called prophets, the gifts and utterances of the prophets, especially the predictions of the works of which set apart to teach the gospel will will accomplish for the kingdom of God. So I think that's really cool because we know in the last days, the gospel will go forth and it will accomplish the kingdom of Christ. (laughs) And that's that's what the gospel does here now and today. And people are moving. People are responding to the gospel. You know, things are I didn't get a chance to listen last night, um, so I need to go back and listen to the interview from Israel. But things are heating up over there, okay? And people are aware. They're aware um, of what they're not in control of. And they, they need the government of God. You know, they want to place their soul on the government of God, that he has their nation wherever they might live, right? It's universal, um, you know, but that God, God has them. So uh, we thank God for that. So strengthen your, you can strengthen yourself as well in the gospel. Like praying for people to receive, praying for people to repent, to rededicate and revitalize uh, with the washing and the regeneration of their uh, soul by the power of the Holy Spirit, as Titus 3 says. So in the next phrase as we it's converted to so that you may wage um, it is a phrase the mightiest war which is a military um, you know it's spoken in a military format an active duty or a soldier to fight okay so that is an illustration of a real you know we have an armor and then he's saying you know that's that literally you're going to wage a warfare and you're going to fight because it's a spiritual battle. And then good, I thought this was um, interesting to look up um, how the Greek interpreted good, okay? It says good, excellent in its nature and characteristics and then, uh, and, and therefore well adapted to its end, genuine, approved, Precious, beautiful by reason of purity of heart and life, and hence praiseworthy. 
that is the that is a good prophetic word that you have spoken over your life where it's beautiful by reason of purity of heart and life and hence praiseworthy because your life is going to bring glory to God, right? You're going to help increase and build to the kingdom of God. Moral, good, and noble. Honorable, conferring honorable. <laughs> I like that. Affecting the mind, agreeable, and conforming and confirming. So may our minds, God bless our minds, Lord, to, um, to conform and to confirm the prophetic words that have been spoken over each one of us, God. We thank you, God, for shaping the words in heaven, Lord, and the utterances and the oracles that have come forth, God. Let them be so, God, in Jesus' name. Let them walk in it, Lord, with the time and the season um, and, and the reasons for your glory and your kingdom in Jesus' name. And so warfare, as, as, this, as you um, might expect, which the same, um, oh, let's see, a campaign military service, Paul likens his contest with difficulties that oppose him and the discharge of his apostolic duties as warfare. So it's a military service, figuratively, the apostolic career as one of hardship and danger, hence warfare. Interesting, right? I've never heard it spoken like that before. And then also um, in the same manner, 2 Corinthians 10, 4, where the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. And we're going to get to that word might in a minute. Casting down arguments of every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought captive into the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So it's saying like, you're going to walk through this, but you're going to come on the other side because you're going to fulfill the obedience of Christ that he has on your life. So um, I love that because it's like, without a doubt, you will go through it. But in the end, this is what you're fighting for, the obedience to be fulfilled in your life. Okay. And you're walking through these things. It's not people it's not, um, so it's interesting how we learn to love the people, but fight the, do a good warfare and battle with the things that the Lord shows us, right? Because apart from him, we know nothing and we can do nothing. So whatever he reveals, we ask him, what do you want me to do with that, right? It speaks to us in different ways. We're all gifted in different, with a different emphasis maybe, um, but because it's his gift that he's dispensed, we can ask him how to navigate through that um, while we're still documenting and doing what we know to do until he leads us to, shows us more, or, you know, inserts um, a greater depth or truth or gives us a particular scripture uh, to release. Um, And when he does that, then we just sharpen that arrow and send it forth to hit the target. You know, and so we obviously can ask them all kinds of questions. Where's the target? What am I hitting in this target? Give me the prayers to pray to hit the target. This is what you've revealed. I don't understand it. Like, I would never guess this about this person or whatever it might be. Um, But give me the, you know, the target to pray and the things to release 
that your will would be accomplished in, um, in their life. Because what if it is something that is hindering, it's opposing the work of the whole, the fullness of maturity of the work of Christ in that person's life, right? And the Lord wants to use you with his counsel and his might to bring that stronghold down irregardless if that person will ever know or not. You know, when you get to heaven, when I get to heaven, and we get to what I've heard is uh, referred to as the archives of heaven, we will look, we will see, and we will know, and um, we will thank God for his mysteries and how, and how he accomplished them on earth as it is in heaven, right? That will be revealed to us in its fullness. So praise God for that. And so our last verse here is Ephesians 3.16, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit and the inner man. And so, again, this is the strengthening. We started, for those who have jumped on later, we started at Acts 14.22. Then we moved to 1 Timothy um, about waging a good warfare of the words previously spoken over you, prophecies. And so now ending with Ephesians 3.16, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit and the inner man. Okay. So we have this here. To my surprise, when I looked up the word might, Okay, the strengthening here, interesting enough, the strengthening really just has to be with uh, strengthened to be, to be made strong and increase in strength um, and to grow strong, okay? Um, that's what the strengthening is here. So it's a different word, than, uh, a different meaning than the, than the word from Acts 14. But the word with might, when I looked this up, um, interesting to me, this is the might is dunamis power. So we're going to be strengthened by his glory. The riches of his glory is his dunamis power. And we're going to grow in strength when we tap into what this dunamis that we have through his spirit and in our inner man. But that's what we want to strengthen, right? So it's a strengthen power. Ability, inherent power, power residing in a thing, which is actually you. It's from Christ. It's from him, but a virtue of its nature, which a person or thing exerts and puts forth power for performing miracles, moral power of excellence of soul. I think there's a teaching on that. The power of and influence which belong to riches and wealth, the power and resources arising from numbers. So it must be a multiplication and increase, increasing um, in numbers that disciples did. Power consisting in arresting upon army forces and hosts. So even the angelic hosts joining you in your prayers and the assignments and you joining them and their assignments as well. So this due to this, um, is a force, literal and figuratively. It is miraculous power, usually by implication, 
a miracle itself, ability, abundance, meaning, might, or a worker of miracles, power, strength, violence, which is the warfare, hence the warfare, right, and the um, taking things by force, mighty, wonderful work. So, Father God, we thank you. We receive your words, Lord, with the depth of your understanding, Lord. We thank you, Father God, that you unlock hearts and minds, Lord, to make deposits of strengthening through your riches of glory with might. God, we thank you, Lord, for the student's power, God. And we thank you, Lord, that we can inquire of you more and more in the days ahead, ahead, Father God, of your power that works within us, God, and and demonstrating who you are, that you might receive the glory, God, is that we would be um, vessels tried and true, God, tested, tried and true, God, and trustworthy before you, Father. We thank you, Lord, that we each have a, you know, an area where you work, where you live, your families, Lord, that they are reaching and being a light to, you know, any churches, organizations, prayer groups, you know, whatever that might be in your community, um, the things that you plan, orchestrate, purpose. I thank you, Father God, that they they would be um, your people of virtue and character, God. And we thank you, Lord, for strengthening them, Lord, recalling to their um, minds, Father God, the prophetic words that were spoken over them, Father, that they might begin to walk in them, Lord. And and I I thank you, Lord, that they would come to pass, Lord, um, again, through your strengthening, through your might. We thank you, God. Lord, you are a mighty deliverer, God. So we thank you, Lord, um, for coming forth with your power and your plans. We thank you for this, Lord. Thank you, God. And Lord, we, um, I didn't pray before I opened, but we dedicate this evening to you, God, and commit, commit it unto you, Lord, that you'd have your way, Lord, that your word that's even gone forth, um, Lord, would um, land and settle and prosper as you um, purposed, Father. Uh, and I thank you, Lord. I thank you for your fellowship. Thank you for your grace. And we thank you for your love. Um, so have your way this evening. Um, and bless your people, God. They're your people, God, that you've established through your precious blood and your everlasting covenant and faithfulness, Lord, that endures forever. And I thank you, Lord, uh, for their faith as well, God, that, that their faith um, would be strengthened. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, wow. All right, let's get started here. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> All right, let me just write down a couple numbers here. And get a drink of water. <laughs> All right, and let's open our first phone line. All right, 803-991. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. Good evening, Deborah. Hi, this is Angela, South Carolina. 
Hey, good evening. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. I'm doing good. Okay. Thank you so much for being here. Let me um, mute you for one second, and I'll come back to you. So, Father God, we thank you for Angela, Father, in Jesus' name. And I'm hearing the word standing. I thank you for Angela just standing, God, upon the rock, standing upon the word, standing in the gap. Lord, I see you standing, you know, and we were, um, actually, as I'm speaking, I was reminded of a word um, that uh, was shared in church on Sunday about um, Mary and how Moses was put in his little ark, if you will, his basket, his little ark, and went down the river, and how Miriam took a stance for him. Um, and even at a very young age, it said she took a stance um, for her brothers. So I, I thank you, Lord, um, just for the things, Lord, that you have in Angela. God, for her to stand. Lord, um, and the things that she's been standing in, and again, um, as she stands in the gap for others as well, God, that this is her stance before you, God, and and that she would be found standing, Lord, even waging her warfare, God, as Ephesians 6 says, Lord, um, and coming forth and doing all that she knows to do, uh, and then standing, God, so we thank you, Lord, um, in Jesus' name, that even as a soldier, you know, take their, as I said that again, I says, uh, they have that stance where they're standing um, readily, you know, not in cowardness, but readily with expectation for the next command, for the next um, duty, you know, the next, um, the next thing for there to do. But I did everything I knew to do. Now I'm going to stand knowing that it's done um, or waiting, waiting until the next command comes, you know, but I'm not going to frantically, you know, do whatever, um, you know, but just that even that military or that militant just standing, um, knowing I completed the task, I completed the work, my duty is complete. And I can stand honorably before the one who gave the command. Um, in Jesus' name, wow, that's powerful. That's good. That's cool. So praise God. Amen. Praise God. Thank you. This is the second time you kind of gave yeah. me that same prophecy for the past two weeks, so I, I know exactly oh, why you're saying that. Oh, yes, wow. ma'am. So that's, wow, I'm still standing. Yes, he hasn't told me to move just yet, so that's what I'm doing. And um, wow, that's that's amazing. But yeah, um, that's that's the right on time word. That's twice. So I know this is this is the stance I'm supposed to be in, and that's what I'm doing. So that's a good uh, confirmation again. And you had um, yeah, gave me a word. It's been probably over a year ago. Another word you gave me about a song I was playing that God really likes and. I just want you to know that I, I um I still play that song actually, but when you gave me the prophecy I didn't you didn't I didn't catch it at first, but I had wrote it down and um and I, it came back to me. I said, Oh, that's what Deborah was referring to. The song I play on my um my uh cassette player that I had not cassette player, it's like a a DVD thing. D V D player. Yeah. yeah. And he um yeah, he, he really likes that song. So I, you you told me that. I didn't know that he liked it until you spoke it and I was like, Oh, I didn't know God was pleased with me playing this song. It's a real powerful, oh. um, yeah, Lord's kind of hmm. kind of Lord's prayer song, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. So. Well, very cool. And I think um, it seemed powerful for me tonight. I don't know if it's because of every other uh, verses and 
um, you know, what the Holy Spirit was drawing out of that um, as well. But um, And I didn't relate it to, um, I mean, like, as I was saying, a, a new picture and a new unfolding was coming, you know, but just mm-hmm. um, the milit like the militant, when they did the duty and did the command, they're standing and they're, it's because mm-hmm. they've completed it and they're proud and they know that they did what their commander ordered, you know, what he, co- mm-hmm. what he, yeah. So, uh, and I just never really seen it like that. That's how come they stand like that, that they're, I just thought they were required out of, do you know what I'm saying? But it's really <laughs> like, hey, I mean, it's probably a, probably a training as well, you know. Mm-hmm. But right. um, I'm like, so anyways, it just seemed even more powerful on my end for some reason. I mean, when I was right. personally, um, so very good. Praise God. Yes. Well, you have any um, prayer requests? Well, thank you, Lord. Yes. No, I thank you for that. I thank you so much. I am. Oh yeah. I am on Absolutely. standing. <laughs> so yes. Thank you so much. Well, praise God. Thank you. Well, uh, mm-hmm. when you get on the other side, um, you can share uh, whatever you know um, would, would help somebody else. You're welcome to share that testimony if you, yeah, and what you yes. learned and yeah. So praise God. Well, we um, come into agreement with you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Deborah. God bless you. You're welcome. God bless you, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Okay. Our next caller, 404-502. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Where are you calling from? Uh, Good evening. This is uh, William from Georgia. Okay. William from Georgia. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Have you been here on Tuesday evening? Prior to tonight? Uh, uh, well, th- this is my first time calling in to you. Oh, okay. Well, welcome. Uh, welcome. Thank you so much, William. Let me unmute you, and I'll come right back and open up your phone line again. I'll pray for you, as I just did for Angela. So hold on. Be right back. Okay, computer, (laughs) I'm just running a little slow there. So, Father God, we thank you for William, God. We just lift him up to you, Father. In Jesus' name, God, we thank you for your spirit, even that, uh, Lord, your word that came forth tonight about um, that strengthening with might in the inner man, God. We, We thank you for your power and William's inner man to be strengthened, God. We thank you for doing that work, God. Um, in Jesus' name, you know, the Lord, when the Lord does a work, um, as you probably do know this, William, um, you know, he works from the inside out where the world works. The world has their influence from the outside in. You know what? But the Lord in his dutimous power, which is so precious <laughs> through his blood and his cross and his promises, um, he works inwardly. He does an inward work, and then it's displayed outwardly. So we thank you, God, for your might and your duminous power, Lord, working uh, within William, Father God, to shape and to form every good and noble and praiseworthy. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for the warfare that's coming forth, Father God, of the prophecies that have been previously prayed over him. God, and established 
Lord, before him, God, and, and leading him, Lord, um, to, as the Lord tells us, to take dominion in the land. So we have, we have um, certain influences and spheres of influences that we are each designed to, um, to take authority in and to take dominion um, over even the atmosphere and every aspect of that, you know. Um, so we, we thank you. Father God, for setting his feet, God, um, in those places of dominion, God, where you've ordained him. In Jesus' name. And sometimes, um, you know, as I was reading that verse earlier in 2 Corinthians 10, 4, um, about sometimes when we walk through things, it is um, teaching us even our own obedience as well, which I've never seen that before um, in reading that, but uh, walking through the, the warfare and, and it's not the things of the flesh, but the things of the spirit, but because of the power at work in you that you have, um, let me, I'm just going to find that real quick, that you have the ability to carry that out to completion, right? Um, pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that is exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience until your obedience is fulfilled. And that's not only in us, right? So because we have our own humanity that we're working out but I was noticing, too, I was talking to my husband about this. I was noticing, too, when I was reading an, um, Acts again, it was talking about um, the Jews. And it, it was in Acts 14, I think. It was talking about the Jews, like, having jealousies, and they, they spoke abusively. Like, it related to the people speaking abusively to him because of the jealousies in their own heart. And so whether they knew that or not, right, sometimes we walk through those things where it's like um, people are acting strange for some reason, <laughs> like overtly more um, demonstrous maybe than um, not necessarily dramatic, but, you know, just it's more than what the incident was maybe called for, and it seems to be directed towards you. Um, so I'm seeing this is that we have the dunamis power to bring these things, to pull these things down and the arguments, right? So that they themselves, so that God can use, utilize the truth to the other person as well, right? And the Holy Spirit can deal with them as well. But we're kind of, you know, unfortunately, they bring it in our path <laughs> when, we're, when we're confronted with it. But at the same time, the Lord, our obedience is being fulfilled when we fight for them as well. We fight against the things that are fighting against them or opposing them. The Lord is helping us walk through that as well. So it's not just our own, but and he uses that with the strengthening of our inner, through the might, his dunamis power and our inner person to strengthen us, um, not only on our behalf, right? It's strengthening our obedience and our walk with the Lord, and, you know, because he sees that and he knows that um, in secret, we're rewarded to a certain degree, but we're also helping others to cast off arguments, even if they're against us, believe it or not. I know that's 
But even if the arguments against us, right, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And any tongue that shall rise in judgment, he shall condemn. And where I learned more than anything here, very valuable lessons, but it's not the person, but it's what was spoken. It's the words. They have no creative works. They are null and void. And um, they will fall on the wayside, you know. So it's not the person. It is the words. So praise God. I hope that makes sense to you. God bless you. Yeah, that yeah, that was that was yeah, that was good. Yep, that okay. was that was good. Very good. Yes. Yeah. No, no, I no, you're 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 right on point, and that's what God is is really showing me, uh, particularly about uh, dominion and and walking into the, the things that. Um, that he has for me. Very good. Wow, that's good. Well, praise to you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your confirming word uh, to William, Father God. Let it be, you know, it's just like the Lord is revealing. He's speaking it on earth as it is in heaven. So we thank you, God. We thank you for the two that are colliding, God. We thank you, Lord. Let even, um, you know, when the, priestly kind of anointing or when a priestly thing happened um, in scripture and then there was an opening of on earth as it is in heaven you know it was the assignment of angels to be released God not only to William but every listener father God who, who knows that place God that the word of God is coming forth on earth as it is in heaven God let the ascending um, and the descending of angels that are assigned to their assignment and their call and their purposes, God. Let them propel them, um, Father God, into their destiny, destiny, God, into the places, Lord, that you've called them to bear much fruit, Lord, in Jesus' name, God, and maybe even to strengthen others, right? Um, so we thank you. We thank you for the body of Christ, Lord, and building us up for your kingdom, and that we will keep looking up as we are building up. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Do you have any prayer requests before I let you go? Or? Uh, well, uh, yeah, if you could uh, pray for my marriage. Okay. And um, do you um, mind giving your wife's first name? Uh, Rena. Rena? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, um, well, let me, let me pray. I was going to mute you, but let me just, because you haven't been here, I'll pray for you with your phone line open. So Father God, uh, again, we lift up William to you, God, and Raina to you, God, um, in their marriage, God. And we thank you, Lord, that you are a covenant-keeping God, Lord, that you've established and created covenant, Father. So we, we pray, God, any places, God, that are like the, it's frayed, you know, where it says a third cord, um, that he's the third cord, but any places that seem frayed, Lord, or worn or tattered because of the work of the enemy, like gnawing, um, just gnawing and gnawing in the same place or the same cycle or the same pattern. God, I ask for the balm of heaven 
um, to come and to be placed on those areas, God, that healing uh, would unfold, that healing would manifest, Father God, by your grace and by your anointing, Lord, you would break off every yoke, God, that would... um, that is not the purposes of God. Lord, break the yokes and the patterns um, of wrong thinking. I'm not sure what that is, wrong triggers, like whatever. We all have triggers, but then we all have to learn how to reframe them and to, you know, communicate through them and why it's like awkward, but sometimes awkward to walk through that with your spouse and to feel vulnerable and then try to work it out at the same time. It's just like, wow. But, um, so, but Lord, I pray, Father, um, for those areas again, for your healing to be released for the balm of heaven, the balm of your word. Lord, I pray that you would speak to each one of them, God, as, um, and their deepest needs, God, and their deepest um, desire. Uh, for their marriage, God, and the longing to to connect one to another, God. We ask for the wisdom that yields patience to overlook an offense, but also to communicate, Lord, in such a manner with humble hearts, Lord, um, and and finding those connection points, God, and, again, mending the places, Lord, that may be afraid. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless. Thank you. God bless you, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, here we go. Our next caller, 804-218. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Where are you calling from? Surprise. <laughs> it's Angie. Oh, Angie. Angie, how are you doing? Good. Thank right. you. Okay. You okay. want me to be quiet, okay. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's not possible. That's why I mute you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> bless your, bless your heart. I, <laughs> I just messed with you tonight. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> we love having you. Hold on. Let me mute you and pray for you. God bless you. So, Father, we thank you for Angie, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, as we lift her up to you, God. We thank you, Lord. Um, we thank you, Father God. Yeah, so I'm seeing... Um, Okay, Father, we thank you, God. We thank you for uh, Angie's perspective, Father. Um, And you know the expression where it says, like, some people can make, um, is it mole hills out of ant hills or something like that? And I see you sitting on top of this big hill, and it's like... um, but you're just laughing. You're sitting there and laughing. And it's because your perspective to see, like, what just happened uh, and the reality um, of where you know, like, how to turn that and to take that. But um, so that's just interesting that I see you on top of this hill, but it's like a hill that's piled up that somebody created. Um, and, um, yeah, so, Father God, we thank you. For her perspective, God, we thank you, Lord, um, for even her laughter, Lord, that is as a medicine 
Lord, let it be as a medicine to people, God, when she is administering a different perspective, God. Where, um, and, you know, um, even as I'm speaking, the Lord is just um, reminding me that you can speak really words with wisdom, but your words of wisdom, too, can have, like, a punch. And not a bad, like, that's offensive punch, but meaning, like, oh, my God, how did you see me? Like, how is that person, like, how did you see that person so accurately and so soon without really knowing them that well. And that's where the punch is, is like, there's the reality. And again, it's not a harmful thing, like a, um, but it's like, wow, you just seen me. Um, and that is like a revelation of the word of God, you know, and um, it's like, I feel like you can do that rather quickly. You know, you can take it from this warmth and this laughter I'm bringing you in. And then now I'm going to speak this word of wisdom to you. And, and for some people, like it may be taken like in this word of wisdom as like a punch, but the punch is the reality is like the Lord sees them through and through in their inner person. You know, when someone speaks to you, I have a friend like that, just like out of the blue. So just say, I don't know, and it seems she can be like so casual, but it's like, oh, how did you see me? Like when I wasn't even talking about that one particular thing, and then she'll bring it up. It's like, how, how did you see me there when I was, I didn't even think I was in that vicinity, you know? Um, but in some ways, it's, it's comforting to me to be seen that way, but it's also, um, it takes you to a greater depth of truth of who you are and allowing yourself to continue by the grace to, to dig around that area, if you will, the dig around the area of truth. So it's not always necessarily bad. It's and not harmful in any way. And I'm using some normally would maybe be considered negative connotations, but it's to illustrate um, the impact really that you have on people and your perspective and your ability to take the laughter and like all of a sudden you see this wisdom and you, and it's on a dime and you release it. And there's so much truth to that, that like unmistakably people cannot walk away from that. Um, I mean, if they are, they're literally must be denying um, Christ, but um, there's something very precious and powerful about it. And not everyone has that ability and, um, and I think that it's received um, quite well, Angie, because of your warmth, because of your laughter. It's like, because those are very, um, like, hospitable things. It's like saying, I already accept you. I already, you know, like, you're already endearing to me. I've already accepted you. And then you release this word of wisdom that's very impactful um, to people in Jesus' name. Yeah. And then you couldn't hear me. I said I spent the morning doing that. <laughs> yeah, everything got so, got so twisted, and I'm like, wow, you're looking in us. And and when you said uh, I'm on the molehill, it's it's uh, it, the saying goes is that making a mountain out of a molehill. Oh, okay. So then you're on the mountain because it's like making something bigger out of the. But you're sitting on top of it. And you're laughing. So it's like because somebody else made something like 
their perspective, but you're just laughing, sitting on top of it because you can see the fullness of the perspective. And then you're about to turn it around. Like you can see the outcome. Um, yeah. Like there's a lot of wisdom in that. Yeah. Well, that's good. Cause I do this in the mornings when I get up, I, I, uh, I, te- I, in my, you know, when you wash your face and things. So, you know, you just, I started with I started doing it pretty regular lately, more so, but not as a ritual, but as a reminder to start my day that God, your way of thinking is higher than my thinking. I choose to mm. to to perceive things and to think to the higher level than from my perspective, and give me eyes to see, ears to hear, the ability to speak, the ability to speak speak it and the ability to stand in it wow to walk it out you know to 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 not just be a hearer or seer but to you know to speak and do you know not to just you know a full a fullness you know yeah not to look at it you know to to be soft with with your with with my words of the ability to speak the truth about the situation and not offend the other person, but don't let them run over top of me either. Right. Yeah, that's Does really that make good. Sense? That's a real. Yeah, that's really you know, good. Because a lot of times, when a lot of times, especially I guess through the season that a lot of us Christians have gone through, you know, they've tried to silence our voice. Mm-hmm. And their opinion is so strong and overriding and bullying that, you know, a lot of us, rather than to create a conflict, will walk away, you know. But mm-hmm. they're asking, they're really asking us to get engaged again, you know what I'm saying, to engage in the situation, be, have the ability to speak what you notice that you, that you, that's the truth in the situation right. or, you know, what is going on or, you know, to actually start engaging in, in, in what's around you instead of just, you know, watching it happen. Yeah, that's really good. That is, um, that's an excellent word. And you're, yeah. And I, mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying not to be a spectator but a participator. <laughs> Have you yeah. heard about no, that's. <laughs> I don't want to be a mashed potato either. <laughs> you know, don't squish. <laughs> I don't want to be. You know, it's okay to be a hot potato, but be tasteful with it. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. You know. That is really cute. But you know what? That makes me think. Um, but even in Acts 14, I was reading where the where the apostles strengthened the disciples. I'm sure it wasn't. All in, well, I mean, they were encouraging them, but sometimes they had to maybe deal with some real issues and speak grace with truth, you know, to strengthen them, right? Oh, absolutely. Because, that's what I'm. Try, that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm going to tell you yeah. what the deal is, but because you know, um, you know, there's certain there's different types of relationships, and when they push in and they have a wrong perspective and trying to, you know, put in an identity uh, on you on 
and try to undermine your ability to speak. And I don't know about you, but I've encountered that several times. You know, they you know it comes off such a last field, and you go, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to do yeah, it in absolutely. a harsh way or whatever. But but uh, you know, that's the, that that's from where you're coming from, and you're not you're not. That's not even a reality moment here. You know, it's not. You're too. You're looking. You're looking too low. You got to. You know. Look. Yeah. Raise your. Raise. Raise your thought. If you're always in a negative, the mentality, you cannot see things because your head's down in the valley. Yeah, that's good. And yes, I have had that happen to me. I thought you articulated that really well. Um, yeah, you articulated that really well. And I think in the past, I'm realizing this too as you're talking, is where I would not say anything because at times, like when I didn't say anything, but then the Lord raises you up, right? Because he's still building that in you. You're still functioning in the identity and the giftedness and the obedience of who he's called you to, irregardless of what someone else tries to label you or hinder you or try to stop you, then the Lord raises you up. They have a harder time with that. And they might speak abuse of you. Like, even like I was saying, like uh, reading an Acts uh, higher up in Acts 14, where the Jews spoke abusively because of their jealousies. Um, but then it said that they were bold. They, re- they responded with boldness. Absolutely. Yeah. And some people do. I mean, yeah. when 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 you when you when you're able to, people people any seasoned Christian has overcome many things. You know, yeah. life has thrown obstacles. I mean, it's it's like uh, you see some people that have one obstacle their whole life to get over, and they're you know, and you, it's kind of like I, I would say. Like having a hangnail, you know what I'm saying? You're making, you know, you're acting like the end of the world's coming with a hangnail, and I'm over here all sliced up and bleeding. You know what I'm saying? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of us have gone through a lot of obstacles and and adversities because with when God begins to use things that are in our lives. He has a t- in order in order to have a testimony, you definitely have to have a testing. It's impossible yeah. to have one without the other, you know. And the and then the scripture says, "How did they overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony?" You know, a lot of the people that have gone before us, like who was it that what was that minister that said? Um, you think that it's going to be great when you see Paul and Peter and, and you know, John and Andrew, all of those. They are they're waiting for us to tell our story because, mm. you know, the latter is, shall be greater than the former, correct? Isn't that what mm-hmm. it says? It just means that, wow, you know, yeah. the oppression upon us. So 
you know, they're waiting to hear our stories, and we think that we can't wait to hear their stories, you know. How was it when you mm-hmm. walked with, you know, what do you mean? I walked with him physically, but you walked with the spirit. You walked without seeing, but yet knowing. Wow, that's powerful. Yeah. Something inside me, that really hit something inside me when you said that. Um, yeah, I don't know. The Lord is doing something. Yeah, because I almost could have started crying. Uh, right there, but not in a bad way. But I want to tell you, too, on Sunday, we were singing the song, or there was a scripture at the end, and it was talking about, and the Lord declared, it was in Revelation, it is finished. And I just started weeping. I don't know what it was, but I don't know what the Lord's doing um, in my heart, but I know it's like a different depth of the, like, in you know, being emboldened with the word of God. Um, and just it hitting, um, so something about what you just said, like, wow, that is incredibly precious and powerful. And yes, I never, I don't know that I thought about it like that before, but yeah. Well, um, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I just know that with the, the things that, I've gone through up until this point. I I I hope that my my road gets a little longer. I'm not through planting. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you plant seeds, get it? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. hope my road ain't short. I hope I have a long road to hoe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. But anyway, um, but any up until this point, though, there, I mean, there's been so many great obstacles that. Sammy, you wanted, you know, a testimony of money and overcoming and stuff. You know, there's literally mm-hmm. been times where I've, I've been so exhausted, tried everything. I mean, I'm like a one-legged paper hanger. I mean, a one-armed paper hanger, you know, trying to get that, <laughs> yeah. get it on the wall, you know, <laughs> one-legged man running a, 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 a sack race, you know, it's hard to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, um. But God has been faithful, you know. Like, I, you know, one time I needed twenty five hundred dollars. Had no idea it was after Mike had brain surgery, you know. And we had started mm-hmm. a business, and and uh, I wasn't. I mean, I was more of a labor force than I was an office person, more so than driving and working equipment. That, and I needed to. I shut down the business. During the sea, during prime season, that sets you up for your whole summer, you know, for the whole season. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the season, you, you fill your books, and you know, with with different jobs to do, you know, in landscaping and in gra- you know, we laid driveways and uh, things like that. So, um, so what happened was is that I got a call to to deliver plastic but I needed twenty five hundred dollars and the guy called me from Canada and he says, I wanna send you twenty five hundred dollars <laughs> You know. Oh my UPS. Wow. Yeah, you know, and he said the reason the reason that I got the job because I answered the phone. He was using the phone book and I put my 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 telephone number and paid for advertising to be in the book and uh that's how he found me. But he called from Canada, and I went around and collected plastic and learned how to work wow. the equipment doing that. 
and getting paid and he and they sent me a retainer and all expenses and paid me good money per hour to to do the job and for two years they sent me the retainer and I didn't do anything but cash the check while I learned. So, you know, that that was a miracle, you know, to get me ready yeah. for the wrestling place that I you know, and you know, I could be exhausted and need need something, and I'd get a phone call. One time, it got so bad. This was before, probably around 2013. I had uh, I closed. I had shut down the business. For um, my dad got really sick, and I shut it all down. I had I had enough to roll or either go rescue my dad. So I said, "The heck with the money. I'm going going to you know take it. I'm going to I'm going to go." go see my daddy, you know, go to my daddy. Mm-hmm. And I shut the business down. So, you know, my phone got disconnected. And there was no oh, way God. for this man to really call me for this. And and the name of the, of the place that I went was called, uh, what was the name? Our Lady of Hope. And the man that kept my number, I had called him on my cell phone to tell him I was en route, and uh, he, he had used me previously with when I advertised my number. But it, he, he had got my cell number by me calling, using my cell phone, not calling from the office. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So he had I my cell so. phone number because my business number that was advertised was cut off. There was no way for oh, the content. And so he had saved my cell number. And so what had happened is that they needed some. It was it was Our Lady of Hope. I was desperate. I was at the end of myself. You know, just, and that's when God got in the truck. He actually, I can tell you where I was. I was on 288, coming off of 288, getting ready to hit Broad Street, which is a major street here where I live. And mm-hmm. as I was doing the the horseshoe, God got in the car and I was like, you know, God, I don't know, I can't, I don't feel like I can make it. I, you know, I, it was just one of those moments. I was frustrated. The it, it was, I had to get two pieces of equipment, so I had to call someone to come drive a piece of equipment behind my equipment to even make the money that I need to have immediately. That's how des- you know, how quick I had to get things done. So you know how desperate mm-hmm. I'm spinning, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So out no, of this moment sure. of desperation and, and frustration, I uh, I was going, I was coming around, and, and all of a sudden, I mean, I've only heard God's audible voice two times in my life, and this is the second time. And it was as if I had to turn and talk and say, and he, he, I said, where have you been? I have made a mess. And he laughed at me and said, tell me a story. And that was it. That was what he said out loud. Tell me a story. And started laughing. But I made the money is what I'm saying. But it was a money testimony. But it was also, you know, uh, know, I've only had the audible voice twice in my life. Or it seemed wow. to be it was it seemed to be audible. I mean, it was where I literally turned my face and said, "Where have you been?" 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I felt abandoned, lost, desperate, yeah. Yeah. crushed, breathless. The right, you know, the, the, the you know, throw dirt on me already. Why? No more torture. Just throw the dirt. <laughs> oh, in the, oh God. You, know, so, you know, we all. I mean, you know, Job had the problem. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you get, you can get feel feel so burdened under. You know, in in the doings of things and organize. I mean, I had a lot going on. And no, uh, I get it. So, I get it. So that's interesting. When you I, turn to the Lord, or when you turn to the Lord, and said, "Where have you been?" And He was laughing. I, I, yeah, I said I had messed up everything. He was laughing at. Yeah, He laughed and says, "Tell me a story." And other listen, words, you know. Okay. Yes. Yeah, say. You know, it, in other words, you can't have a testimony without a test. He was laughing, you know, he was, you know, I was being really, you know, and it took me a while to take it in, but I, but, it, but the burden started, you know, I was, I was care, trying to carry it all. Does that make sense? Yeah. The responsibility yeah. of everything. You yeah. Know, the well, practice of everyday life. Yeah. No, I get it. Cause we've walked through some really where we were, thought we were going to hit the pavement. Like I'm falling. We're going to hit the pavement, bracing ourselves. <laughs> and then the hand of God, you know, like two inches before we hit the pavement. So I get it. I get that. Um, but what I thought is interesting when you said that is, uh, so when I prayed for you, you sitting on top of the mountain and laughing and, and I was saying that you had God's perspective okay, on this mountain, and then God laughing when you, I just think there's something about really take, literally taking on God's perspective with this laughter thing and the perspective of it. Um, I don't know, I can't explain any more than that, but there was something about there that felt like there was a connection, a link, I should say, of, um of why that is. So anyway, that's just interesting. I do think that you're even carry um, in that the perspective of God. Anyway, that's just, um, I can't even, I can't go any further than that, but there's some sort of link there. Okay. Well, I'm kind of getting it where I'm grinning. You know, I'm I'm like, shoo, you know, it, 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 you know, it's, there's a weapon. That God yeah. uses, and yeah, I didn't think it was funny, but I was telling him I made a mess. <laughs> and it was beyond my ability to fix, and I was questioning his ability at this point. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was even I in it. it. You know, right. where have you been? Yeah. Means I've been missing you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's precious. That's really precious. You know, we went to um, some friend's house to drop something off over the weekend, and the Lord reminded me. He still reminded me of places where I've sewed that I didn't even remember. But um, there was a time where there was turmoil. We didn't know um, during this time if we could make our house payment. And I remember sharing just like being open and vulnerable. This was many years ago. 
being open and vulnerable at a luncheon meeting because we were all going around the room. Everyone was having a hard time somewhere. And um, unbeknownst to me, in the mailbox that day, but God wanted me to open up and to be vulnerable. And so I did, and people prayed. Other people, you know, had their thing. So um, somebody had sent us some money to make our house payment. From that check, we tithed into this other couple's whose driveway we sat in over the weekend. We tithed that, from that check, we tithed into this other couple's home where they maybe were going to lose their home and they were able, now they're still in their home. Isn't that interesting how God would take that seed? But the Lord just reminded me of like, you know, how he, he provides, but then, I mean, to even sow the seed and the tithe um, off of that was even difficult because we really didn't have much more than the house. You know what I mean? That was even um, a little bit stretching, you know, but I knew it was the right thing um, to do. But the Lord, um, yeah, it's interesting sometimes when he gives, it is in such a way that it's more than... Um, and not just tangibly, but him showing up next to you and speaking to you audibly. That is more than you would ask, think, or imagine. There's some way when he gives, it is always more than we would ask, think, or imagine. Again, it's not always tangible, but the depth of the realm of how he reveals it is definitely more. Right. I mean, it, it, it's almost a remembrance, uh, you know, how you remember the de- desperation, you remember how he encouraged you, and how you were able to impart even from that place, and that you're still weeping some benefits from it now. Because that's, that's, that's what I experienced today. I mean, I got... I mean, it was a mess, and yet somehow or another, I come out of the the perspective of of the normalcy of the conversation to come up to see it at a higher level, and then it became funny, and it made perfect sense, and I could piece it all together. Where at the same level, I couldn't see it until I got that higher perspective at it. Yeah. So, it, you know, that's really and it's good. Fun, you know, and, and when you said it, it was like, you know, Mount Mole Hill, Ant Hill, and I come from the country, and they say, well, you quit making a, a mountain out of a mole hill, come over here, you know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. In other words, you know how when you get to crying as a kid, they say, quit making a mountain out of a mole hill, come over here and stop right. that fuss, you <laughs> know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. all tied together. It spoke to me. It, I, I know it probably doesn't make my puzzle. My picture looks good over here. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I hope I hope yours is clear, but my 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 pieces are fitting. <laughs> no, no, no. That's it's good. It's good, and I think other people can um, definitely, you know, make the connections, and uh, you had a good way of. Yeah, it was very good. So praise God. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that and uh, joining us tonight. Uh, God bless you and sharing that testimony.
Well, thank you. Yeah. I love you. Have a good night. Oh, okay. I love you, too. God bless you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Goodbye. Okay, our next caller is 828-442. Good evening. Thank you for um, joining us. Can I speak to where you're calling from? Hi, Deborah. It's Jennifer from North Carolina. Hey, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Let me meet you real quick and come back, too. Thank you. So, Father God, we thank you uh, for Jennifer, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father. We thank you, Lord, and we lift her up to you, God. We thank you, God, for your precious breath of God that you breathe into her, God. That it's a breath, Lord, that, um, uh, Lord, it's like a preserving, it's sustaining, it's reviving. Um, we just thank you, God your breath you know and I see him like breathing this breath into you into your lungs um, and the capacity of that to hold the breath of God you know within your very being and um, not only the preservation upon that but then um, you know like it's marked and I know that we are because we have the Holy Spirit and we're sealed with him but like where his presence has been um, and released, there is an incredible, like, uh, sustaining, again, it's a preserving, preservation in ways. Um, it is actually, I'm reminded of when we went to um, Israel and we were in um the Sea of Galilee, we stayed in this hotel. It just so happens uh, we went with a group of people from our church, the pastor and his wife. And it just so happens that our room was located at, I mean, I don't know if he did this for everyone or not. I, I didn't even ask. But our room was located right over the sea. So we could see the Sea of Galilee um, and then the sun. It was so beautiful and so calming and so um there was something I could almost uh, like sense that the presence of the Lord was there, like this residing preservation, um, like it just had recently happened. I don't know if that makes sense. And so I'm sensing when the breath of God, you know, this preserving, right? So that word of preserving where it was, it felt almost, very hard to put into human words what was happening spiritually and what, you know, my um, spirit was taking in again, but almost that, um, like it had just happened. There was that preserving presence that almost like he had just been there. And that's what I'm sensing is the preserving part of the breath of God breathing into you, um, into your lungs, and the capacity um, to hold that and to preserve it um, in that manner. Um, you know, we're almost like if people pass by, they're like something's different uh, about her, you know, and um, just the acknowledgement of. Like, did this just happen? You know, like, no, I was saved 20 years ago. <laughs> but it's the fellowship and his voice and his breath speaking to me. So, Father God, we thank you, God, and just acknowledge 
um, that preserving presence, the residing and the abiding presence of the Lord. Uh, we thank you for that, God, in Jesus' name. And there's a lot of peace. I see a lot of peace in it. Um, like enfolded within it as peace. Thank you, Father. Okay, let me uh, open up your phone line here. Amen. Okay, praise God. Yeah, amen. Yeah, praise God. I think I have to go back in my notes. I don't have them with me now, but I think he was speaking to me about breath last week and gave me a scripture, and I don't have it in front of me. Now I have to go back and look. That was interesting. Hmm. I have to find it and see if I could put the two together because I feel like he's definitely speaking something about the breath, his breath. Hmm. Thank you, Father. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. And um, I think just as you were talking I just, um, I mean, you can, I mean, I, I just feel like I want to remind you, uh, like when the Lord releases something and he gives it directly to us, um, kind of like the prophetic gift has functions and then we learn to function in it. It's not like we stumble through it sometimes and make mistakes and yada, yada. Um, so, but when the Lord releases something and he gives us something like his breath to you, like your, so then now what comes out of you, your very own breath is very important <laughs> because you want to, um, and I'm not saying everything, right? You have your humanity, of course, and you're going to be sanctified like all of us, right? But, um, but you do want to be mindful of how you, um, when you are releasing things, you know, that the enemy doesn't try to trigger you like uh, with anger or frustration, disappointment, um, discouragement to say something in those moments um, that that breath um, is living and active and part, you know what I mean? And so then that would turn on you, if you will, and maybe even on the other person. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. hear God in that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I've made those mistakes too. And then I realized even, um, I don't, I realized too, I've made those mistakes. And then also, even now, I can, if I think about something intently where I'm really focused in um, with the Holy Spirit, like I know that He hears, I, I'm seeing Him answer things where I'm just intently thinking about it. Uh, and then him supply the answer. So I know even now that I have to be very careful that I don't even um, think anything negative, like not that, like I wouldn't 
do you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes it starts in your mind, and they're like, oh, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that, but you're still thinking it. Well, now he's mm-hmm. like, well, what are you thinking? Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't even think. Like, I have to have a loving thought. For, like, what is the good quality about that person, but still right. take down the stronghold? Do you know what I mean? Take down the stronghold. Uh, yeah. Um, for them or whatever, you know, but not, while not judging them and still having a relationship with them, like it's teaching me to walk closer and closer where I may have done that in the past, not the mind thing. I feel like he's more like all up in my business and my mind, you know what I mean? But uh, like the attitude of my mind and the thoughts towards people and like really the intent of my mind, I guess. And so, um, but I, where it used to be, I would, take down the stronghold for the person, but I still probably wouldn't get close to them because I didn't know how to separate the two with the, to love them and walk alongside of them. But the Lord is bringing that closer and closer for me um, and really teaching me and training me and maturing me in that way um, to be kind to that person, but then still like intercede if I need to, or just, you know what I'm saying? I do. I absolutely do. I think the like uh, I had a, a few things happen this past week that I feel like he's just ministering to me about that. And you know, it's always difficult. You know, when the Lord, it's like when He reveals things. You know, to I'm trying to discern between impression and sharing with that person or discerning if they're spiritually mature enough to um, I guess you know like iron sharpens iron type of thing or whether I'm just supposed to intercede so yeah I do understand yeah and I think that I mean you bring up a good point and I think um, I don't know if I've ever listened to one hard, true, fast rule on that, like when do you release it or when do you confront the person, when do you just pray, you know. And I Mm -hmm. think, um, you know, I'm certainly growing, I think, and maturing in that. I mean, like that's for me, like always the, now what do I do with this? Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to pray and you reveal your counsel to me. Do you know what I mean? But now teach me to pray. And as I was saying earlier, I think, um, I don't know if it was to Angela or not, but just saying um, or praying when the Lord has given us the gift or the Lord's revealed something through his knowledge and just inquiring more of him. Like, okay, how do you want me to pray? I want to hit the target. What are we, like, what do you want to accomplish through this kind of a thing, you know? And um, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes when it's so close, if the person's close to us or if they're family, it is harder to discern, you know. And right. um, and some of it might just be an assignment or not an assignment. Like when my mom passed, and I know it's common sometimes in families where like they're kind of a wedge gets there and this strange things happen because the enemy wants to, to divide. But the Lord... Mm-hmm. Um, I was having me um, pray for his soul. It was such a burden um, for me to pray for his soul. I didn't, and that's all he gave me, but it was like something was very clear. 
and, um, and a real burden to do it. And it was weeks. So it was probably two or three weeks to just really intercede and pray for a soul like that, that thing that you couldn't just walk away from, you know? Right. And so yeah. I, I did. And it wasn't out of judgment or my own thought or my own. It really was the Holy Spirit. So it's interesting sometimes how the Lord will use, even though it's a personal situation, he's going to step back spiritually and use us like we still belong to him first. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. And, ir- yes. and irregardless, he sees what we're walking through and he knows the final outcome. But we're first and foremost, we belong to the Lord. And, um, and so I did pray for him for that. And, um, I mean, I, I do feel like I did what I was supposed to do, but again, I do know, I guess I'm talking about it because you brought it up and it is a big, um, it is a big something. Cause I talked to someone else this week about the same thing about the Lord revealing something and then knowing what to do with it. And not just a prophetic word, but like, do we talk to this person or not talk to this person? And I think just, leaning into the Lord a little bit more, continuing to pray. And if he doesn't ever give us any more, then I guess that's, I mean, but I don't know. I, I, I mean, I feel like if there's a teaching on this, it hasn't come across my path yet, you know, like a <laughs> cold heart, like a cold heart. Right. This is when you do this, this like to navigate yeah. um, and put the puzzle pieces together. But certainly the Lord always wants us to trust him and depend on him and not um, in what he's teaching us, you know? And so even just saying, Lord, teach me through this. I'm going to, this is this much I know to do. If I need to do something different or there's a time, Lord, please don't let me miss it. This is what I'm going to do. Do you know what I mean? But teach me, teach me how to walk through this. Teach me to navigate um, through this. So one time, let me just give a couple more examples. This not just for you, but for our listeners too, is that, my daughter, the Lord had spoke a word of knowledge to my daughter. And the first time, um, she didn't tell me what the word was, but I don't think she did. But she told me um, the people and the family situation. And so I said, I think the Lord, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure if you pray about it, like pray about it, you'll know what to do. Like the Lord will show you what to do. And then um, she called me back a couple of weeks later and said, I have this unction where I need to say something. I feel like. I have to say something. If I don't say something that I'm not being obedient to the Lord and he will do that. Like he gives us that nudge, like now it's time to step forward. And then even in that, she belonged to the Lord first, not me and not this other family, you know? And I said, well, then if that's how, if that's what you're, if that's how it's happening, then you need to say something Then You're just going to need, and let's just pray that God gives you the grace and the wisdom and how to speak and come forth. And then she called me later and told me that it went really well, you know, and she felt so much better. So that definitely was the Holy Spirit. So sometimes he does direct us with that unction, like now it's time um, you need to say something. And even when we've missed it, I mean, I've had times where um, I've missed giving somebody a word where it was very clear. And I think um, during that time, I really regretted it. And the Lord brought me through a season where he even showed me, how it grieved him that I didn't say something. And then I felt even more the depth of, um, of disappointment, but just like not following through. Like when I, it just was, but I know the Lord was uh, not condemning me in any way, but really wanting me to feel his heart and to show me the depth of it so that it wouldn't happen again. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I wouldn't give in yeah. to fear of fear of man or intimidation of um, because this person maybe had like a role of power over me that um, which was the case and was known to um, afflict people, you know. So um, I, you know, it's kind of like uh, the man who gave Paul the word, you know, like when I read that, I just think what I have done that. So, um, so it's that kind of a thing, you know, like, hmm, is this what you're sending me? Are you sure? So, uh, and the Lord was so gracious and made it anyways. So that's like learning where he'll bring us through a process of remem- reminding us and renewing our mind to, to take upon his mind and to take me deeper into obedience um, unto him and to not um, belong to anyone first but him, if that makes sense, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I try to use discernment and love, and it's like one of those things where you feel like you're being trained, well, you know, I guess he's having you take a step of faith and just be active in your faith, and I guess I'm not missing the mark somehow, but um, yeah, it's definitely a learning process, and I don't know, I think sometimes it's you know, the answer is just sitting and waiting on him and just, you know, like you said, he'll give another nudge or something, but it's it's difficult sometimes. Yes, and you're right, and you you articulated that very well, is that it is in the circumference of faith, but you're activating your faith with what you do know to do. So I like that. That is um, very good, and if he... You're right. And sometimes I think, too, he's like, can I trust you with my counsel? So here's I'm disclosing counsel to you, you know, regarding someone or incident or whatever. Um, And I want you to intercede about it. And are you okay with never sharing that with anybody else? You know, because that's what the counsel room is, is that this information is disclosed to you. and, um, And you hold that confidence. You know, so can you hold the confidence of the Holy Spirit? So there are times when he does do that, you know. I mean, there are things that I that I haven't shared with people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely find myself being, keeping more things to myself or being quiet. But I also, you know, then again, it's this, it's like, okay, am I, I don't want to get go backwards into fearing man if they don't receive something well. So is it like, is it my own self or is it the Lord? So, yeah, it's just, it's a learning process. And, um, yeah. Yeah. And so let me just tell two other points and then we'll move on. Is that, um, two other examples. Is one time there was something I was supposed to speak to my sister, which wasn't the most pleasant thing. But um, I told the Lord that I would do that. I would have that conversation with her. But I, and I prayed and I asked him if he would open up the conversation um, while her and I were talking, then I would know it was him and I could step into it with ease and be faithful. I mean, this is what I asked him because mm-hmm. this was like when I was still learning a little bit, but I just I had a conversation with him and asked him that. And so it was a couple, you know, within a week or a couple of weeks or whatever, and my sister was at my house, and she said something that, 
literally opened the door. It was as if she heard my conversation with the Lord. I'm not even kidding. And she said something, and it was so bizarre to me that um, how wide the door flung open um, of what she said. I don't remember the exact words. And I said, oh, and I remember just looking at her. I'm thinking, I know this is the, like, I'm like, this is so bizarre that um, she just said that to me. And this is definitely my, I definitely recognize this is like a double door open to step into this. So, um, and then I asked her, said what I needed to say, and it went really well, like way better than I thought it was going to, you know? Yeah, um, that's, so a, that's good. That. That's good. That's something that I'll, yeah, it's something I'll try to ask, you know, and open. I like that. That's a, that was great example. Yeah, yeah. So just engaging. I forgot what my second thing was. I should have wrote it down. I'll probably remember after I um, later on. But um, but just engaging him. He he's given the gift, and so he's dispensed it and revealed. So so now what, Lord? I'm going to be faithful to do what I know to do, um, and you lead me. You teach me through this and lead me, and then just wait on him and see how he does that. You know. Yes. Well, I appreciate you sharing. Well, thank you definitely for Definitely talking to the Lord about this. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, well, praise God. Well, thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. God bless you too. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Okay, everyone. We have three, two, three, five, seven, two. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Um, this is uh, Frida from Los Angeles. Frida, thank you for joining us. Let me mute you for a second. And then let me just say, because um, it's 9.03, we have, um, after Frida, we have 9.19, and then 8.17, and 3.03 after Frida. Okay, so thank you, everyone. Uh, let me, uh, let's see, let me go back here, three, three, two, three, Frida, okay. So, Father God, we thank you for Frida, Lord. We just lift her up to you, God. We thank you for your grace and your throne and your glory. Excuse me. We thank you, Lord. uh, Just for the realm and your circumference around her, God, with your grace and your glory and your throne. In Jesus' name. Yeah, it really is incredible that the Lord invites us Um, to come fully into the throne room um, and into its presence and the depth of the secret place, you know, the depth of the um, priesthood um, and to rule and to reign at his feet and to dispense to be within that presence. Um, We thank you, Lord, that Frida will enter in freely, God, by your invitation Lord, receiving, as Hebrews says, receiving your mercy and finding grace in her time of need, God. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. And I just, I do see you kind of at his feet and holding, like, um, holding his ankle or his foot, just resting that on him, that you're touching his presence, um, like, and his, his priesthood, his authority, um, his glory, his rulership, like in kingdomship, you know, his king, kingdom presence um, with authority, 
as he rules his kingdom. I don't know how there's probably a better word for that. Um, so we thank you, God, for that, for the establishment, Lord, in Jesus' name. Um, let me look something up here. And uh, I was just seeing a uh, seeing and then hearing the feet of Jesus, and I was just looking up that verse, the feet of Jesus. Obviously, there's a lot. There's eight verses that come up here in the New King James Version of just um, Bible Gateway. Obviously, the New Testament. Um, And not all of them are exactly the same. It's definitely a form of worship, but there's also, I see in different versions, like a, um, a form of healing, um, a form of, you know, whatever that request is. Um, again, worship, like wholeness. Uh, there's different versions here. I would just, or not different versions, but different expressions of being at his feet, which were demonstrated. So it's interesting that it's eight verses because I was just reading. I mean, that's what I just quickly looked up in the New King James Version. If I change the version, it might be different. But um, eight has to do with, like, new beginnings um, and the resurrection um, power, right? Because Christ then became that new beginning um, through his power on the cross. Um, So, yes. Think about the feet of Jesus. So thank you. And just really entering into the fullness of his presence um, and all that he has to, all that's there within his presence because of who he is, right? His authority and his rulership, I guess that's it, and his kingdomship, you know, um, being king. Again, there's probably a better word for that. But um, you get what you get. <laughs> um, so, Father, we thank you for Frida, God. We thank you for moving in her life, God, and in her heart, God. We ask, we ask for every expression of newness, Lord, where there needs to be wholeness and healing, God, where the anointing of worship um, in your presence will fall upon her, God, and that aroma, God, um, to fill the room and to fill that presence, God. Let there be um, a newness, God, a new realms and areas of worship, God, and coming into the fullness of your presence, God, and the display truly of your character, God, her, her taking that in, God, and just even mirroring that back to you, God, that, um, that she is in that presence, Lord. Um, and we thank you for it, God. We thank you, Lord. Even the stillness of her heart, God, would take in the abiding presence um, of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, very I think good. I, I was wanting general prayer, so you kind of much covered it. Oh, okay. Well, very good. Okay. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Do you have anything um, that you want to share with anyone? Um, no, not at the moment. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Good to hear your voice, and thanks for joining us tonight. You too. Thank you. you. God bless you. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, our next caller, 919-995. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? This is Cheryl for North Carolina. Hey, Cheryl. Okay, I don't know. I should remember your number with all those nines in it because nine is a number for prophetic. (laughs) So um, anyway, okay, let me mute you for a second. Thank you for joining us and staying with us, everyone. God bless you. Um, And then we have three more callers after Cheryl. So, Father God, we thank you for Cheryl, God, and we lift her up to you, Lord, in Jesus' name, God. We thank you, Lord, for keeping her heart and her mind upright before you. I think there's a verse in um, Psalm 84, 11, where it talks about, like, um, the Lord will... Uh, not withhold any good thing to those whose walk is upright before him, those who walk upright in his righteousness uh, before him, something I'm paraphrased a little bit. But, Lord, I thank you, Lord, um, that the Lord really sustains us, you know, that, that his, he is um, keeping your heart and your mind upright in his righteousness before him. I thank you for that, God. We thank you for the order we thank you for the alignment. And I know earlier this year I spoke um, a word of alignment. And then I was hearing today um, someone speak a word about aligning with the blood. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. I like that. And so that, for whatever reason, just was recalled um, as I was just praying for you. So we thank you, God, for this alignment, God, and this, um, you know, being upright, right? Because it's not our righteousness. Um, it's Christ's righteousness that we take upon us, um, that he so eagerly and lavishly um, and demonstrated and generously gives to us, right? So um, we humbly receive, but also um, utilize it to its fullness. Um, so, Lord, we, we thank you for that, God. We thank you for the alignment of her heart and her mind being held upright before you and um, under your blood, God. Everything that your blood has purchased, God, every exchange that you made on the cross for Cheryl, God, let, let there be an alignment for that um, through your blood, God. Let your blood be as like a canopy um, of hope a canopy of your freedom, God, a canopy of your healing. God, your, your word says, you know, in Psalm 20, Psalm 107, I think, you know, the Lord uh, sent his word to heal us, you know, to bring forth a hope and a freedom and a liberty and everything that has, um, every exchange um, that he made on the cross and our blood. Now, I know that um, Derek Prince, uh, wrote a book, and I think you can find an article online um, of the exchanges on the cross um, through Derek Prince. I would start there. There might be others like teachers or leaders or um, people that you love 
uh, that you could find their articles as well. And just, uh, I would say, just begin um, praying and um, maybe even like um, as you take uh, communion, that you take the authority of the blood to be applied to the exchanges and then just declare them and, or, you know, work on one as however the Holy Spirit leads you, but declaring um, these exchanges through the blood um, that the Father has offered to you and received. So we thank you, Lord. Wow, that's powerful. I mean, that is, there's some wisdom in there and insight that I could apply myself as well. So, Father God, we thank you for her inheritance, God. We thank you, Lord. Let nothing um, be missed or spilled or askew, um, Father, in her asking, God. And we thank you, Lord, for your canopy of your blood to cover her and her household, God. We thank you for her faith that comes before you, God, on behalf of even the others, Lord, that she intercedes for and her family bloodline, God. And, Lord, make her face like flint before you, God, just you know, cutting through the atmospheres and changing and bringing forth, bringing forth the blood of Jesus, you know, the things um, that they would be bound to the blood of Christ and nothing of this world. Um, every other bondage would be broken. In Jesus' name, we thank you, God. We thank you, Lord. For your angels as well to be released on this assignment for her family bloodline, God, and all and all that encompasses, Lord, um, the inheritance of the exchanges on the cross and the power of your blood. We thank you for that in Jesus' name, Amen. Wow, that was good. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Wow, that was that was really powerful. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord, for your power and your presence and your strengthening and confirming uh, for Cheryl. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Amen. Have a blessed night. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Um, here we go. Eight one seven three eight six. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Where are you calling from? Felicia, Texas. Felicia. Keisha, Texas. Keisha. Okay, thank you. Keisha, Texas. Okay, awesome. Hold on, let me come back to you as I mute you for one moment. So, Father God, we thank you for Keisha, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you for her heart, God. We thank you, Lord. Um, You know, um, there's something about, like, working with teams or the collaboration and working with other people, you know, and and even how the Lord builds himself, the kingdom of God, right, with those that were closest to him and the disciples, there was 12 disciples, but really he held, like, three that were really close to him, Peter, James, and John, Um, you know, of the three, but then there was 12, and then they went out, um, you know, and that we do have that collaboration, if you will, for lack of a better word, 
but how the Lord wants to build things in our lives by using other people and, um, and the gifts that they have and honoring um, them for who they are and, um, and what they're demonstrating um, in, in your life, you know, like, um, and just even the nature and character and ethics and virtues um, that they may carry um, that you see resonate um, with the nature of God. Um, you know, those are the people that you want around you, you know, that you want to learn from or glean from or ask even, um, I'm not sure how old you are, but even ask, um, asking, you know, people to mentor you, if you will, or just disciple you in some way, you know, um, um, something of the sort. And it could just be one area, like, well, I really appreciate the dignity that you express to other people all the time. Like, can you kind of, you know, can I kind of walk alongside of you and learn? You know, some people don't like the word mentorship. They feel like it's too... Um, It's too much for them. I know this is what some people don't like that mentorship thing, but um, that's too heavy of a commitment or they just don't feel, I don't know, whatever that is, but uh, but to, to learn from them and to watch of their ways, it is a discipling. It is in some sense an apprenticeship, let's just call it that, like an apprenticeship to walk alongside someone and what you see. I know when I was raising our kids, like I always chose somebody where, um, in the church that um, I noticed their kids were a little ahead. They were older than um, my daughters, um, and they had daughters of their own, so they had. I knew that they had been through whatever it was I was going to bring to them, that they could teach me um, and administer grace and wisdom and the word of God, um, that I respected how they responded and yielded to, um, you know, their husband the church and the spirit of God. And then I went to them and asked them questions or asked them, Hey, can I ask you, I noticed your girls are a little ahead of my girl, you know, can this yada yada this. And then I was learning to um, also when I was learning to hear the word of the Lord, I was journaling and I asked about three people um, if I could submit my journal to them, if they could give me feedback, if they thought that sounded like, the voice of the Lord. It was congruent, not scriptural, literal, like um, verbatim, but if it was um, congruent to the word of God, if they could offer their feedback. And, um, and I sent them emails of what I journaled and then just waited for them to bring, to send them back. And that really grew the voice of the Lord and confirmed things in my own life. And, um, and I did it separately so that I could hear from them equally in their own freedom. And then after about five years, I'm just saying this because this is true too, is that um, the one mentor, I really kind of stopped. And it's not because um, she's an awesome person, um, but I seen where the Lord was developing. Then the Lord began to develop things in me that I needed uh, somebody a little ahead of um, the things in the spirit that I needed to learn from. So that kind of just transitioned, which that can happen in like three to five years, depending on, um, you know, depending on the situation or how you're being mentored, that could change. 
Um, and, and that's okay because the Lord's developing you and then you know where you want to have, you know, a backboard and a hoop and a, you know, just a place, a landing place for you as well. So, um, so I kind of see that as well, Keisha. I mean, that's okay um, to do that and to reach out. Again, I don't know how old you are, but even just the expression of um, this collaboration of this team, like this team thing I see around you and this collaboration um, that is actually building you up and it's building up the things of the Lord that the Lord's placed within you to help build those up within you. So when we have those people around us, you know, like, yeah, we can bump up against and cause some friction or tension or whatever, but that's also working things out of us. Um, so that we can be purified as his vessels, you know, and be used in a manner, um, you know, then be used in a manner that is pleasing to him, right? It's not just in our flesh and that we actually have character and virtue as we're serving him and not, you know, um, being wolves in sheep's clothing. But I know nobody here is doing that, but we've probably have all seen it. So um, that's why I use that question. So praise God for you and what the Lord is doing and the work that he's using, you know, and the people uh, to build you up for the kingdom of God and to, you know, present you um, a worthy vessel before him. Amen. Amen. I receive that. And I'm believing that he will put those people there because I really don't have a lot of that right now. And so um, I have some that I can kind of say a little bit too, but not too much. And um, so I'm praying that he do put those people in my life because I'm more than willing to learn and to be and to be mentored. I most definitely am. Okay, well, awesome. And I do, so I do see like the collaboration. I don't, it might even be, I don't know if it's in the workplace that you have. And maybe they're not people um, that are Christians and that are, but, the, but they have a virtue or a character of ethics, you know, like the nature um, of who Christ is, you know, and, and maybe not necessarily going to them and asking them to mention but actually learning because you're working alongside of them learning okay. how they were like paying attention, like to be mindful in your perspective um, and discernment. And how are they doing that? Like how uh, that expression and then, you know, sometimes um, people enjoy when it's like, Hey, I noticed you're so patient with everyone. Like you're so kind and your tone never changes. It doesn't fluctuate or whatever. Like people appreciate that when you notice genuine, authentic things about them, you know, and then sometimes I'll honestly just share like two or three sentences that are so much wisdom and insight that you can gain just from that, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay. I will most Yeah, definitely. so praise God. I will yeah, praise God. That. Yes. Welcome. I did want so to pray you. Yes, prayer, yes. My uh, husband um, he's been dealing with the blood pressure just fluctuating up and down, up and down. And he doesn't want to get on the medication. He's been on it. He's, you know, he's did okay. And then, you know, he's had issues with just it not keeping it down all the way. And not only that, you know, he 
don't want to be hooked on it. And so um, he's had some bad responses to it. And so here lately the blood pressure has been up. Um, and I'm just like, oh, my goodness, I just don't understand what's going on. Yeah. Okay. And what is your husband's first name? Uh, Robert. Robert. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's pray for him because, yeah, you have to. Okay. Yeah. I I just had a friend, her husband went in the hospital over the weekend for a heart thing. And um, at first they thought it was calcification of some sort. And so um, they wanted to send him home, but he said, I'm not going to go home because <laughs> over the weekend, because the people weren't there to do the test, like on Sunday. But he's like, I'm not going home because then it's going to take me weeks to get into a specialist. And, yep. you know, he's like, I'm staying here overnight until the people come in on Monday morning and you guys finish with your diagnostic testing on me. Well, um, anyway, he was released today and it wasn't, I don't know all the true findings because um, his wife, I'm friends with this, I mean, we're a couple friends as well, but I talked to the wife more than the husband, if that makes sense. And so he, he texts um, Michael this morning to say, hey, we're both thinking about, you know, Debbie and I are thinking about you, yada, yada. And, um, and then he texted him back by around noonish and said he was being released and it's not what they thought it was. But I didn't get to follow up with, because um, I guess he was home and resting most of the day. But he was saying, like, the Lord really must have did a work or they misdiagnosed or something of the sort. So um, I say that to say the testimony of the Lord. Let's just pray the testimony of the Lord um, upon Robert as well and his condition um, and his needs as well. So praise God. Well, I'm going to close your phone line and um, pray for Robert. Thank you, Keisha, for um, yes, staying with us and being with us tonight. God bless you. God bless you. Thanks. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for Robert and Keisha. Lord, we lift them up to you, God. We thank you, Lord. And I don't even know if this is a place where uh, Keisha comes into the fullness of your presence, Lord, um, and touches Lord, um, your presence, Lord. I know, I know that I just gave that word, God, but there's just the fullness of the, of the place where she intercedes, where she's touching um, the father as she, as she touches um, the shoulder of her husband or the heart of her husband, God, that she has one hand in heaven and one on earth, God, and the exchange um, and the power and the glory um, take place, Father. We, we pray for Robert, God, and we pray for his blood pressure, God. We ask, Lord, for a balancing of that, God. We ask for a protection that you would powerfully shield, um, guard him, God. Give him wisdom, Lord, um, and his decision-making, God, to um, just to reveal, God, what he can do to help that might not be um, the medicine that he doesn't want to take, Lord, but maybe something else, God, in the meantime, Lord, and the, and the, you know, using food as medicine, whatever it might be, Father, we ask for your wisdom and your guidance uh, to sustain his temple and his blood pressure, God. We ask for normal levels, God, safe levels of um, blood pressure for him, Father God, and we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Let him be pliable, 
and receivable to your will, God. And we ask that you speak to him and speak to both of them, God. And we thank you for Keisha's intercession as well. God, with one hand in heaven and, and, and one on her husband, God, and interceding, God, with, um, with that priestly anointing. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, praise God. Okay. Okay, our next caller, 608-960. Good evening. Uh, um, this is Shannon. Hi, Shannon. Yep, in Wisconsin. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Okay, let me mute you for one second. Everybody's phone line jumped. Okay, um, and then we have 903-808 will um, be our last caller. So, Father God, we thank you for Shannon, Lord, in Jesus' name. And we lift him up to you, God, and we thank you, Lord, um, just for the preparations, God, as he prepares himself, God, we know, Lord, his requests uh, and humble pleas and supplications and the saints, God, have been asking for a future wife, Lord, a godly woman, a companionship that would lead to marriage, God. We thank you for every preparation that he's made before you. God, and we thank you, Lord, let nothing be, um, Lord, every seed that's been sown, every prayer that's been prayed, God, we thank you, Lord, as he's, he just cast that unto you, God, let it return unto him, God, in Jesus' name. And I see, like, it's like, um, it's like a preparation of, like, I don't know if it's the ancient thing where they would do, um at weddings, I know like some weddings they step on a glass, some jump over a broom, like just very traditional and um, cultural, like a cultural celebration of sorts. Um, so I don't know if that's any reflection or insight on anything. I don't know. But, um, but I see great joy, um, joy um, in, on your face and uh, in your heart. And so I thank you, Lord, for bringing that to pass. God, we call it forth. Um, on earth as it is in heaven, on Shannon's behalf, God. In Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you, Father God, Lord, for his body, soul, spirit, Lord, the alignment and, um, of heaven, Lord, to be on his pathway and his steps, Father. We ask this now, God, in Jesus' name, God, we call it forth, God, and we ask for your light to shine upon it, God, decreeing, God, that your light, Lord, um, be a, a light and a lamp unto his feet, God. Um, and we thank you for that alignment by the power of your light, God, as he follows um, and walks, Lord, um, in you and the fullness of your light, Lord, um, that he has the light of life, Lord. Um, and we, we thank you, Lord, even for the um, law and power of attraction, which I don't know sure what that law is. I know it's a certain law, um, but we, we thank you for it, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Amen. What, what, what was the last thing about the attraction thing? Oh, isn't there something called the law of attraction, but it's really I, oh, I the law. like a theory? What? Theory. Okay. Yeah, like uh, like. I guess because um, we're yeah, attracted so. to certain certain people, right? Um, yeah. 
Okay, so law of attraction is a philosophy suggesting that positive thoughts bring positive results into a person's life. Okay, so that's um, that's just part of it. So not the humanistic part, but so I don't know why I even said it, but there's something. This is important of how um, how it's equally important to learn how not to pull things into your life that you do not want. Okay, the law of attraction is designed with three laws. Attracting, creating, and allowing. So whatever that. But I don't even know why I said it. I honestly God don't. So um, I mean, probably I, I because really I've been waiting long like enough that. that I can get a little down. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's it. But maybe there's something. I, I don't know. Maybe there's something in that. I don't know. But I know this is maybe. I don't know who started this law of attraction or if this is just the philosophy like what the, like the origin of where it comes from um so I'm, I'm not sure but i'm not saying i'm not saying pull on the humanistic part either we know that god is a god um who creates all things right and maybe that's uh, we need to create it so maybe that's where that came from i don't know but well much. in in regard to that i have a prayer request that God would impart to me a little bit more uh, uh, peace about being social and lightening up and that because I get all in my head and I get thinking too much and I find myself having a hard time to connect with people and Mm -hmm. that's been kind of a barrier I mean I'm I am but it's like slow recovery and I'm trying to just kind of open up and just, you know, talk to everybody. And, you know, if I've got my eyes on somebody, then I'm going to second guess myself. It's just this pattern that I'm going through. So, yeah. (laughs) So I may be part of the problem too. Okay. Well, so then maybe, okay. So then, I mean, maybe that's where the lot, I don't know, but, um, that is awareness is a very good um, because then you can change you can change the pattern of your thinking by getting curious of why uh, why you're acting or thinking like what thoughts are you have you know like um, so there's a ways to the awareness of what's happening and to um, unfolds that, if you will, so that um, so you're not tripping yourself up, as you say, you know, or getting right. um, tri- tripped up in those areas that wherever it's nagging you. Because obviously, yeah, obviously it's a lie from the enemy, you know, but why it's there, it's like, you know, that's what we have to, we all have to work through our own work through, you know. Right. Okay, so let's pray about that. Thank you. And is there anything else you want me to pray for before I um, close your phone line? Yeah, yeah, finances. Um, I'm getting by, but boy, it's been tight the last couple months with the winter weather and everything. Okay, we'll continue to pray for that. Thank you. Okay, God bless you. you. Um, Okay. So, Father, we thank you for Shannon, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord. We, we just bless the work of his hands, God, 
And we thank you, Lord, um, for blessing that, God, with diligence, Lord, to bringing forth uh, contracts, customers, clients on his behalf, God, the work that he has need of, Lord, for the provisions. Lord, we ask for wisdom in every provision, God, and the fruitfulness of the land. We call it forth, God, and ask, Lord, uh, for the provisions and the wisdom, God. We thank you for the creative resolutions and the creative solutions um, on Shannon's behalf, God, and his finances, God. We thank you for every provision, God, every provision that he has, Father. Uh, we thank you for it, God, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, for every, every, in any place where uh, you've made complained, I've had to, and I don't know that you have, but um, I know my husband used to sometimes do this, like um, he would complain about paying taxes, and I would tell him, you can't do that because you're kind of clogging up your own wheel because God has made the provision, God has made the process and the provision and the land of authority, right? I mean, we utilize what we utilize, but not to complain about it, you know. And so, but I, I noticed and the Lord revealed to me that that was kind of clogging up his wheel a little bit where he was complaining, Um, about his finances that we both had to look at those things for a while and release it and really trust that the Lord was our provision. The Lord was our provider and to call upon his name and then to look with our eyes, look at our emails, the things that we hear on the radio. What are these aspects, right? Like he creatively led Peter um, to, he told him where to go, and he, he pulled out this creative solution and resolution um, in this fish, you know, but it was a creative idea where he led him, and he had to be open to hear um, and to see and to participate um, with what was happening. I mean, I've gotten a job before asking the Lord um, through a Bible study I went through. I got an email, and I didn't go to their church, but I contacted the woman. I said, hey, um, there was just saying that they needed somebody in this one department, and I said, is there any way, I don't go to the church, but is there any way, uh, you know, I could fill out, meet with her and have a, and I ended up getting the job. So God does strange things like that, you know. So, Father, we thank you for opening the way, God, and opening the avenues, God, in Jesus' name, on Shannon's behalf for his finances, God, and making provisions, God. Open that up in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we, we thank you, God, for the, um, Lord, your word says to confess uh, confess our sins one to another that we may be healed. God, I ask for the healing presence of God to be upon his mind and his heart. God, any anxious thoughts, God, or anxiety in the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask for your balm and your healing to be there, God, that your sufficiency of your love for him, God, your sufficiency of your lavished grace for him, God, the richest of your grace for his life, God. We thank you, Lord. Um, Father God, for the one um, who will see, who will know, and want to enjoy her life, the rest of her life with Shannon. Father God, we thank you for unlocking that, God, and imparting unto him, God, your grace and your wisdom um, and your peace, Lord, that there would be nothing troubling to his soul. God, your word says that in Leviticus that you um, made atonement. God, you laid your blood on the altar for the atonement of his soul, God. So we cover his soul with the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name, and we thank you for the freedom and the believing of your word and unlocking those things, God, with your peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, that was powerful. Okay. 
903 808. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Deborah, this is Jeannie. I know you're about out of time. I started to go ahead and go. Oh. I would like prayer to that, please. Okay, absolutely. I was thinking about you when I started the program. I was like, oh, we missed Jeannie this week not being on. So um, delighted to have you. Yes, I am about out of time. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Yeah, let me pray for you. I just want to leave your phone line open while I pray for you. Thank you for Jeannie, Father. In Jesus' name, God, we thank you for your graces in her life, God, that cover her. Like, you know, the word says that goodness and mercy follow us all of our days, you know, and there's equal. Um, Like when they do, um, I don't know if it's algebra, but when they do those equations on either side of it, um, like, I, I don't know what that's called, those components or exponents or whatever they are. Well, they do the equation, and you have to do the equation on either side of the number. And I see the Lord being on either side of you, again, like with grace and mercy and, and goodness. And um, so there's something there. I don't know if it's type of him, like, escorting you like a gentleman, um, you know, and um, guiding you along the path that you walk in, Father God. But we, we thank you, Lord. Um, God, that you would do exceedingly abundantly more for Jeannie than she could ask, think, or imagine, God. And we thank you for the placement, God. Um, we're placing her here, PGN, God, and, and being here this evening, God. We bless her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord. We bless her voice, her heart, Lord, her spirit unto you, God. We thank you, Lord, for lifting her up, God, being the glory, as Psalm 3 says, the glory and the lifter of her head, God sustaining her in all ways, God, even as she sleeps, Lord. And we thank you, Father, that you are a delivering God, Lord, that you deliver your presence, you deliver your goodness, God, and your faithfulness unto her, God. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. We thank Thank you, Lord, for the path of righteousness uh, that you have her on, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, You're I've welcome. had a lot of words this year about uh, winds of change and all, but here lately it's just like we have been, uh, we've had so many like extra expenses and stuff and I mean, unusual stuff, you know, animals getting hurt and first one thing or another, and it's just been, uh, it's been a hit on our finances here lately. And, and uh, I was listening to mm-hmm. Rory and give Shannon about being really careful you know, what we say and things like that. And I have that teaching. I know that. Of course, I, I, even then, you know, at times you'll, you'll start saying negative things. And, and uh, my husband doesn't have as, as much teaching. But anyhow, I just thought, uh, I had thought, well, I'm going to call in and see if I can catch Deborah before she's completely out of time. And, and I enjoy listening to you. I, I, I enjoy getting to catch your program some. But, uh, oh, well, thank you. Know, you. I, know I appreciate that. Oh, you're more than welcome. But uh, anyhow, I know you're out of time and it's time for you to go, but I just want to say thank you so much uh, for making time oh, for welcome. me and thank you thank yes. you for the praise. Yes, thank you for hanging in there. I do want to say one thing is um, I noticed something, too, um, that the Lord was doing. I mean, I think not the Lord was doing, but the enemy was doing is stealing, like a new way to rob and to steal. So I would maybe pray over that as well, that the enemy would not steal um, your finances, you know, what is rightfully belong to the kingdom mm-hmm. of God. Because um, yeah, I've seen him doing it in different means and in different ways, um, like robbing people, like taking things mm-hmm. from them, 
um, yeah, that like and substituting that for something else, even if it was a short period of time. But um, that came to me not too long ago. That was like a week or two weeks ago. Um, so that might be something to pray over too, just to you know take your authority and cease. Um, you know, you know, if he's trespassing in an area of your finances, then we just bind that. We come into agreement and we bind it. That is done. It is finished. Um, and it is no more in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes, I agree. Yeah. You know, this is, I've heard so much about this being a year of restoration and things like that. And I, you know, I went through some things with my inheritance of some things stolen. Uh, I did get oh. part of it, but I went through that. But here lately, it's like, you know, he'll, you'll, you'll get blessings, you know, you'll have, you'll, you'll get some extra finances or you'll get some money from this and that. And then, and then the enemy will come in. The next thing you know, a horse is hurt, or you know, something on a truck blows up, or whatever. And it's like, you know, it, it's it. You almost can see a pattern at times. And it's like, it's like I've had enough of that. <laughs> had enough yeah, of that. yeah, being hit by it. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. We'll be praying for uh, you this week too. So, thank you for joining us. God bless thank you. you. Being a God bless you yeah. too, sweetie. All right. Okay. Bye bye. All right, thank you everyone for joining us. God bless you. Take care.